You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 518, The Reflecto Saga, part three, Castle Grimbor Must Fall. Welcome to episode 518 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. And yes, I checked the number this time. Um, I am Paul French, and I am, well, got the number right, lad, this year, this week. <laughs> Last week, I was fairly convinced that it was uh, 516 again. And, um, and now I have uh, disabused myself of such a notion. And instead of just assuming that whatever the most recent file on my desktop uh, is... Um, I, I would check the website instead. And <laughs> this way, we all win. Indeed. You, sir? Oh, hi, everybody. I am Darren Well, and this week I am Martha Mad. Because I spent my week with my that name? weekend with my mother. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> ah, good times with the mom in the hospital. She's fine. Uh, she's just got a bone break that's going to cause her a little uh, recuperation mm-hmm. and possibly some bolts and screws. So she's moving up from not only having the pacemaker to being more of a cyborg. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm, I want her to have a laser beam at some point. So. <laughs> soon to be the singularity. <laughs> yep, hoping we can get that installed sometime soon. So, yeah. Well, when she gets the new arm, is it going to be able to make that uh, $6 million man sound? <laughs> oh no, she, she'll she'll do the Jamie Summers run, you know, <laughs> with with the long flowing. Except it'll be the the high bouffant gray hair, you know, oh, okay. not nice. moving at all in the wind because all the Southern women use Aquanet. So <laughs> <laughs> Travis knows of what I speak. So. Yes, I do. <laughs> Please tell me it's got a purple rinse. No, no, it does not. It does oh. not. I'm I'm a oh. gay son. I do not allow that. <laughs> <laughs> Straight sons don't care about their mothers and their purple rinses, but I'm like, no, you will not have blue hair. You're not a punk rocker. Stop it. <laughs> not at all. That is what I loved about my grandma, her purple rinsed hair. (laughs) And you have dreadlocks. I think my point is made. (laughs) (laughs) Look what it did. (laughs) (laughs) This is a choice. Okay. (laughs) Yes. You're supposed to to tell the next person. I did. Twice. I didn't hear you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. I'm Travis Ellisor, and I am Fofford and Gray Mouser lad. Greyhawk. Um, uh, for those not familiar, Fofford and Gray Mouser were a series of stories collected into novels, uh, fantasy stuff. Um, came out mostly in the 60s. And uh, they've been, appeared in quite a few comics. And. Um, Dark Horse has put out two collections of the DC stuff and Ooh. the Marvel Epic stuff, and I'm finally reading them because I've yeah. always heard they were pretty good. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. The DC, one, the DC ones were originally in Sword of Sorcery. Yeah. Uh, Denny O'Neill wrote them, and the art, art was mostly by Howard Chaikin, but Walter Simonson and Jim Starlin drew some too. 
And huh. then the Marvel stuff was written by Howard Chaykin and drawn by Mike McNola. And uh, so it's got wow. good creators. Wow, that's that's I'm, nice. I'm really surprised that the uh, DC stuff was reprinted. I mean, I know it was a licensed comic, but I didn't think that they had their stuff kind of outsourced, reprinted like that. Oh, hmm. yeah. I mean, well, DC doesn't own it, so. Well, yeah. but they own the comics. Mm, I'm not sure how that really works. Yeah. I, I don't either because, I mean, Dark Horse did it for Marvel. Dark Horse reprinted the Marvel uh, Star Wars issues. And they reprinted all the Conan that Marvel did. Yeah, I think sometimes that, uh, I mean, I, I, I would guess that it varies from deal to deal. Yeah, probably. It's Now, they, they did not reprint the uh, two Wonder Woman issues that they appeared uh, of in. Of course not. The, the or, or the or the Conan ones that interface with the Marvel Universe, I'm sure, like Spider-Man or. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way, but that makes that makes. Is a there lot a sense. Marvel two-in-one with Conan and the Thing? Because that would be choice. Oh, Probably. I'm not sure. I know he appeared in What If a couple times. They had him fight Thor. They had him fight Wolverine. Mm. Well, but like Conan's the, uh... coming. Conan's coming back to Marvel now. Oh, really? At the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. They got the license back, so I'm supposing everything is going to be reprinted now. Probably. I, I would suspect, yeah. I remember is that, is that one issue of DC Comics Presents, there's like two that are really expensive. One is the first appearance of the Teen Titans. The other is the one where Superman uh, teams up with He-Man. That, oh, yeah. So. Now, is it, the, uh, is it the actual team-up issue with uh, Masters of the Universe? Or, yeah. Or is it the... Um, because there were there was the the pre the you know when they used to do the previews like the, like oh, with the, the Teen Titans comic one. yeah they I don't did know, they no, had no. a preview comic of they that they did they did did they yeah and it okay. it did involve Superman uh, as well uh, but it was well in, what didn't well yeah uh, yeah exactly and uh, he he was the Wolverine of wait um, <laughs> remember Detective <laughs> Comics was going to be canceled that's so. right well and and it was the issue that had it was a team up with the Atom. Oh, okay. And I'll they had the yeah, yeah, they had like the sixteen page uh uh preview um of uh, of Masters of the Universe. And um in all it's Dave Swan uh Kurt Swan and Dave uh Hunt uh goodness. It, DC Comics presents number forty seven uh was Superman and Masters of the Universe. Superman is drawn into another dimension to help He Man and Battle Cat fight off Skeletor and Beast Man. We're attempting to take over Castle Grayskull. Like they do every episode. And yes. that one is available now. On Comics Out. Yeah, because DC has the Masters of the Universe license again. Oh, do, let's see. Yep. That goes all over the place, too, doesn't it? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, before I turn it over to the next person, I just want to point out something sort of almost uh, Legion-related. Um and that a famous Legion creator is involved. Mm. I was doing my pre-orders for uh, comics coming out in a couple months, and I got to the Image Comics section, and Keith Giffen has a new book coming out. Oh. And it's called (laughs) (laughs) Auntie Agatha's Home for Wayward Rabbits. Oh, Jesus. Does Karate Kid die in this one, too? (laughs) It is about a shelter that cares for damaged and dysfunctional rabbits. Oh, wow. Wow. That it sounds... looks really, it looks 
different. <laughs> can you post the link on the Facebook page? I, I surely can. So wait, just, just him? or <laughs> No, uh, he's teamed the... with a guy, Benjamin Roman. I don't, I'm not familiar with him. No, nor am I. Yeah, guest starring Ambush Bug, I'm sure. So oh, maybe see, it, it looks now it you're looks selling silly. me on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, right? on the on the image page, it calls it a charming series, huh? and and the uh, the cover is very cartoony. Yeah, um, rabbits floating around. Yeah. Oh wow. So not... I'll, I'll post it on the pay on the Facebook page. Nice, sweet. Thank you, sir. That's anyway, uh, over to you, Michael. All right, I am uh, Michael Grabois, and today I am Number Cruncher Lad. Uh, oh, after yes. last week's podcast, um, in which we were talking about um, sales figures from D.C. during the 60s, 70s, and 80s, um, I started to go back and look at the spreadsheet that I had um, with all of the uh, sales figures dating back to 1960, and uh, in a little while, I will give a brief overview of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and then uh, I'm still crunching the numbers for post-crisis. But uh, some interesting things popped up in the, uh, um, in the circulation numbers, but we will talk about that mm-hmm. shortly after our next guest... Which is me. Hooray. I am Murray Fox, and I am the Campfire Kid this weekend. Nice. <laughs> yes, I was camping. I was camping all on my own. I've never done that before. I've never been, like, camping on my own. It was amazing. Nice. So, so the solo camp. The solo camp, yeah. I had, like, a little tent and, <laughs> and a campfire, and I put it all up, and I did my own cooking. It was Amazing. That sounds awesome. It Where'd you go? Beautiful. Uh, McGregor Point. My one is... of my favorite camping spots. Love it. Oh, love I, it. Love it. I love had it. never been there. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous. The, it's um, yeah, it's the kids' favorite spot too. They uh, that's the one Ella always chooses for her birthday camping trip, <laughs> and uh, we we uh, and we always make the, make the walk up to uh, Sunset Point. And um, it's quite remarkable, really. I mean, it's one of those places where you can actually stand at the point and you can look to the one side and see, uh, here's the sun setting and there's the moon already there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat. And the kids, yeah, the kids really dug it. So this, this year, everything was, oh, can we go to Sunset Point? And, and yes, yes, we're definitely going to go to Sunset Point. And uh, yeah, it's always <laughs> excellent. Uh, it's just a great area. I love it. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very nice. And and then back to civilization. I know. Lasai. Lasai. The pant. And talking civilization, I had uh, someone from my high school contact me because, Paul, are you in the same pain I am? No. <laughs> high school reunion times are coming. Oh. I'm like that's why that's my God made Facebook. I don't need to go anywhere. And pay <laughs> I don't money need to, yeah, I don't need to see these people to, to to see you in person. And but I got a message, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's it's October 12th." And I checked the uh, calendar. I'm like, "Yeah, that's Pride." No. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, now that you say that, it's um, yeah, next year it's uh, it's the time because I I, yep. I graduated in '89. Uh, so, yep. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. Dang. 
Dang, dang, sir. Dang, you're old. Yeah, totes. Totes oh, old. I, I, and, I, and I know this because I was told. I was told that this morning. Uh, um, my uh, <laughs> your daughters. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my my. It, it was funny because Jam was away last night, and uh, my my in laws came over this morning. They had some stuff to drop off for us, and um, um, and I guess Ella had out this uh, this stuffed animal uh, that was like mine when I was a kid, and. Um, so I mentioned. So I happened to mention that. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was actually. You know, I, I said I think that was given to me before we came over from England. So so you know we're we're talking uh, the, you know about forty seven years ago, and uh, and as though to punctuate the point, Sarah looked at my uh, at my in laws and said, "That's really really old." <laughs> And uh, so I, yeah, it was uh, so, and 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 then, then they started it on me with, uh, oh yeah, that's really old, and it's like, hey, you wanna you wanna be careful pushing that button, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> not for nothing, but, <laughs> so yes, yes, you're right, incredibly old, old enough to in fact now remember. That uh, when, when this issue was on the newsstand, <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, but but uh, so yes, issue forty-seven was the um, the team up with uh, with the Masters of the Universe, and yep. then in issue fifty-one, which uh, featured Superman and the Atom, there was a sixteen-page comic preview of Masters of the Universe, all oh, on okay. their, all on their. Oh no, no, Superman still showed up in that one too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, there was no. Uh... Was it a reprint of the DC Comics Presents issue? <laughs> no, I think it was a new issue. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, yeah. Just, that... just, just saying. <laughs> That's like six issues later. Uh, yeah, it's four issues later. Um, oh wow! And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I, can, I can do the maths. Hello. Hello. Uh, oh Be yeah, no, it, no, it actually references Eternia uh, from uh, DC Comics Presents Forty Seven. So. Um, yeah. Why wouldn't it? Indeed, indeed. So yes, uh, but Masters of the Universe was actually a mini series, as it turns out, because it says watch for part one of the Masters of the Universe mini series on sale next month, mm. and uh, I don't seem to recall it. Ah, <laughs> I have it somewhere in my box, long box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was back when I was buying pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, Back when you could afford to buy everything. Oh man! Right. I can't imagine. Uh, can't imagine doing that now. No. No. <laughs> oh, nope, 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 nope. 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 Exactly. Nope. Uh, Sorry. Nope. <laughs> and and and, uh, and speaking of, uh, of of buying comics, um, we actually had. Oh, there's your segue, lad, right there. We, we actually had. Well, not yet. Um, uh, <laughs> close. Fair enough. Fair well, enough. we had a we had a, a local uh, comic convention yesterday. Uh, celebrating the 20, 20th anniversary of uh, the lo- of my favorite local store, uh, the Dragon, um, they uh, decided that uh, the best way to celebrate it was to turn the mall that they in which uh, the store sits, uh, or at least the first store, and um, have a, uh, a a comic convention. So uh, yesterday Ooh. and today they they did exactly that, and um, yeah, it was very cool. Um, some some some. Excellent artists, including vaguely Legion-related Kalman Androsovsky, who did a lot of the covers for the um, Legio or the uh, 
the Rebel series when it, when uh, when it came back a, a few years back, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to think of others that were precisely um, Legion related, and I'm, and I'm at a loss to do so, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, but anyway, lots of cool artists and um, and all kinds of cool stuff going on. And uh, the kids and I found it quite delightful. And uh, congratulations uh, to the Dragon for not only surviving 20 years in the comic business, but thriving. You know, over the last uh, two years, they, they have opened up two additional stores. And mm. uh, so they must be doing something right. Seriously, congrats. Yeah. That's rare <laughs> these days. Yeah, so uh, so always great to see someone succeed, succeeding at at at, uh, at the comic business, and and, um, and uh, one of the reasons is all are welcome, all are encouraged, and uh, and you know it, it did my it did my heart proud to see uh, to see my kid going through a little box of Pokemon cards just like we all go through a dollar bin at a at a, <laughs> at a convention, you know. And she was going through because she's like, I gotta find an Eevee. I need an Eevee. I need and, an Eevee. <laughs> and so she was going through. We went through binders of books, the whole bit. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Need it. <laughs> That's exactly. Yep. It. I remember that, Darren. That yep. was exactly. It. It's like that, that was one of the funnier things on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, being able to do it to to do that one properly, exactly. Yep. So anyway, um, so I'll get. I, know, I know that show gets a lot of flack in our community, and and sometimes rightfully so, but that was accurate. So absolutely, absolutely. All right, so um, let's uh, let's get to the uh, get to the saga. Um, where we last yes thank you thank you uh, where we last left our our, our intrepid little crew. Um, <laughs> oh. It was messy, so uh, so let's very, get into the issue, and Murray's going to take us through this one. All right, so we've got a big, bright yellow cover by Perez. Yes. Woohoo! Uh, Are we going to be the disappointed by the interiors? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Legionnaires all look very youthful on the cover, which is always nice to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Alrighty, there's lots <laughs> going on. But wait, but wait, wait. A that couple of was things. A little disturbing. <laughs> a couple of things to cover on this. Um, first, the don't dare peek at our ultra special last page guest star <laughs> in this issue. You know, and the uh, the um, subtle feint there in uh, in um, in putting through the uh, you know who is it? Um, don't. Don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling it's, it. It's Sensor Girl. Stop it. Yes. We all. <laughs> um, but uh, but as they say, you know, we finally unmasked Reflecto, um, and Monel is holding the the mask. Jinkies. The mask. Yeah, totally <laughs> right. It's like they would have got away with it too for you meddling kids. Um, but the the you know this big uh, sort of rubber mask um, that you know would never you know have. Uh, past muster let's say well but it's the it's a 30th century rubber mask so <laughs> you know they've got they've got lots of new technology in the next thousand years true oh that's funny yeah yeah it, it naturally latches and bonds with the skin but of course <laughs> being a being a george perez cover there's got to be rocks and rubble all over the place yep yep and um and and uh, you know until this point I never noticed that um, uh, Lightning Lad was mounting Grimbor. 
I never I never noticed him there before because I was always He's just looking at the other saddle like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! And yes, a very Wolverine-esque Timberwolf. Uh, Perez decided to lean into the comparison. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, t- take it away, Murray. You betcha. Yeah. So the cover kind of gives away the fact that Grimbor uh, gets defeated in this issue. Spoilers. <laughs> <sighs> Saga ruined, ruined, ruined. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Alrighty. So we get in there. Castle Grimbor must fall. Uh, we get a roll call of virtually the entire Legion roster, revealing at last the mind-shattering secret, mind-shattering the secret, <laughs> the secret of Reflecto, uh, written by Roy Thomas, just Roy Thomas, no, no uh, Conway this issue yeah. at all. I'd forgotten that. Hmm. Just Thomas, Jimmy Jaynes is penciler, Frank Chiaramonte is back on inks, Mike Barr is editor, Gene D'Angelo is colorist, and Ben Oda is the letterer. Uh, Let's see. So, when last we checked in on the Legion, uh, Lightning Lad was the only Legionnaire left standing, left unchained, left unimprisoned by by uh, the castle there and he is he's not having it he's fighting it out with uh, Grimbor and Grimbor's just saying your dramatic flair far outstrips your humble abilities lightning lad rather it's your five fellow legionnaires who have fallen before the might of Grimbor the chainsman I want to point out that Shady is missing her arrow mouth cuff thing whatever that was (laughs) yeah it's fallen off a little bit yeah you know so whatever's trapping her in the ground is not the same thing that knocked her unconscious last time yeah interesting (laughs) yes imra is telling garth to flee you can't fight that madman he's too strong and he uh he is not having that he's saying that's your love for me talking imra remember we're both legionnaires shadow last light last even you may have fallen Yet as long as one of us stands defiant, the Legion lives on. Yes, shocking. They got Light Lass, Shadow Lass, and Saturn Girl. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you just say <laughs> shocking when talking about Lightning Lad? Seriously? <laughs> oh. But a bump. Yep. Uh-uh. All righty. So, uh, Lightning Lad is going the dramatic route here. He's saying... Then fail we shall, or fail we must, but we'll go down trying. Uh, and Monel is still stuck in his little cage, but he's urging him on. Go get him, fearless leader. We can't give up. Not while Grimbor's space chains are swiftly strangling the earth. Um, and Monel decides just to make sure that the cage he's trapped in is really going to trap him by trying to bust out one more time. And of course, he hits the bars, and the bars zap him, and he goes getting knocked straight to the bottom of the cage. Drained of vitality, almost of life. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I know. It's rough. It is rough. <laughs> it's rough to be Monel. Mm-hmm. It's your move, Grimbor, says Lightning Lad. Do we fight it out man to man, or... And Grimbor says, you dolt, don't you think you? I know you're stalling because you know your friend Timberwolf has gained access to my castle. And then we see that, of course, last issue, Timberwolf was trapped. And we get a little hollow image of 
of uh, Timberwolf in Chains. And Lightning Lad says, you're right, Chains Man, I was stalling, but now the gloves are off. Well, not really. (laughs) This is Lightning Lad talking to you. (laughs) And by the time this day is through, one of us will be dead. Not one of us, boy. Both of us. And not by the day's end, but by within the hour. Unless Earth surrenders both itself and the Legion to my tender mercies, billions of people will die. And Imra says, he's right, Garth. It's getting harder and harder to breathe. And we shift scenes to the Legion headquarters. And we're now checking in on Projectra and Karate Kid, who are right where we left them last issue, standing at on top of the uh, headquarters, looking at the space chains that are really, really close. Yeah, like, like reach out and touch close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, let me see. Karate Kid is saying soon we'll be strangled and we'll be crushed by the very air. Our fellow legionnaires are the planet's only hope. And Karate Kid continues. If only I knew where the weak link in the chains is. If a chain made of pure energy has a weak link. But without the info the others are trying to get, I'd just do more harm than good up in space right now. And Projector says, don't blame yourself, Val. You're Karate Kid, not someone with vast powers like Monel or Superboy or Ultra Boy. <laughs> they're really uh, hammering home here. The uh, yeah. Well, actually, they're doing. They have to like drop the uh, the clue yeah. now. Cause... They have to drop the clue, yeah. and, <laughs> and they are subtly doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The, the irony of Karate Kid looking up and going, "Gee, I wish I could make that thing blow up now!" Right? <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. like give it, give it, a, give it a few years, kid. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, totally. They haven't done any more good than we have staying here in Metropolis, Projector. Monel and the others still haven't managed to breach Grimbor's Arctic defenses, and we sent Superboy back to the 20th century, and Ultra Boy is dead. Phantom Girl saw him blasted into atoms by Pulsar Stargrave. Incorrect. Phantom Girl was unconscious when Ultra Boy got blasted. But that's nice right. right. Phantom well, she was there Girl. Up. And Plus, then there was the whole thing. Her her as Fanti, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't yeah, that, that, that alone should be punishable <laughs> by death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I think that uh, Jimmy James went a little overboard in Karate Kid's collar. It's more yeah. like lack of peripheral vision, kid. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's <laughs> esque, yeah. So, wow, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Alrighty, Karate Kid says we've still got power enough to send against Grimbor's castle, but what good is that against a madman who's prepared to die himself in order to take the Legion with him? Even off-worlders like you can't flee back to your own worlds because of the chains and jack projector says i wouldn't flee even if i could and neither would the others you know that value of all people blast grimbor blaming the legion for the death of his treacherous girlfriend charma i wish you and i could be attacking him this very moment instead of standing around the clubhouse and karate kid says they also serve who only stand and wait as the ancients used to say uh, but what's wrong, Jackie? And we uh, get an image of her like almost giggling. <laughs> yeah. I know the air is getting thicker, but it shouldn't be unbreathable yet. 
And she says, no, it's it's just the insanity of it all getting to me. Grimbor and his mad chains of revenge. Uh, and Karate Kid goes into flashback mode. They had his kind in the 20th century, too, and I was there for several months from his own 15-issue series. Terrorists willing to bring the whole world down around them for the sake of their own warped dream. But they didn't succeed, says Projectra. Not quite, and Grimboard just might. We'd better go in. The air's better in there. And besides, it's time we checked in with President Alan. So they go inside, and we sort of swish or shift scenes to uh, the other Legionnaires that are hanging out with the President. And she tells them, yes, the Earth Council has voted to reject Grimbor's demands. They're not going to send the Legion in as as uh, sacrifices. And Val says, can we afford that, Madam President? Maybe the Legion should surrender to him and then try to strike at him from within. And she says, you'll never get the chance. Besides, he's also demanding dictatorial powers over the entire planet. And cry to kids being philosophical. Yeah, I guess it's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. And Projector asks, uh, any progress in neutralizing the chains? Nope. We've sent our best ships armed with our newest weapons to attack the energy shackles. The result has only been their total destruction. The same fate has befallen those ships which tried to bypass the chains. We half expected the worst. Since Cosmic Boy learned Grimbor's been smuggling in power crystals to energize the chains. And Projector says, What about Rock Crin's group, Madam President? We haven't heard from them since they elected to fly onto the pole and join the other Legionnaires in the last ditch assault on Castle Grimbor. Uh, and Shrinking Violet asks, Are you okay, Madam President? Yes, Shrinking Violet. It's just the thought of all those men dying. It's overwhelmed me. And in less than an hour, the whole Earth might. And Colossal Boy steps up to his mom and gives him gives her a, like a tender pat on the shoulder. It's not your fault, mom. And she like just about slugs him. She like pulls her arm away and she gets all cranky. Don't patronize me, Jim. I won't have it. It's my responsibility. My torture, not yours. Okay, okay, have it your way. <laughs> he walks <laughs> off and and uh, Shrinking Violet whispers and says, don't judge her too harshly. Colossal boy, she's just trying hard to be Earth president, not your mother. He's like, well, uh, <laughs> she's making it. <laughs> I guess you're right. We've just got ourselves to worry about. Well, she and Wildfire has had enough. He's had enough sitting around. He's busting out of the place. He said, out of my way. I'm up to here with waiting around. I signed on to be a legionnaire, not a lapdog. You guys can stay here and guard the Earth Council while the world gets ready to croak. I'm heading for the pole while there's still an Earth left to save. And off he flies while the president says, Wildfire, come back. That's an order. And then Starboy decides to get in some panel time there and says, Wildfire was never too good about taking orders, Madam President, even in the best of times. As a matter of fact, what are you? Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Starboy, Violet? You believe it. Wait for us, wildfire, and they all go flying out after him. And President Alon watches them, and while she's a little grumpy about it, she's also very proud that they're going off to try to do something good and that her son is with them. And then we switch back in. We get a little 
we hop into the headquarters and Karate Kid is checking in on how the rest of the world is doing and mm-hmm. the rest of the world is not doing well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're not doing well. Those chains are squishing them and some people are praying and other people are running around, but there's no place for them to go. And then you've got the people that are going wild, breaking into stores and just looting, just having a good old time, looting and carousing. And you've got other people drinking themselves to death. And, you know, as you do yeah. in times of <laughs> crisis. <laughs> and Karate Kid has uh, got the wildfire fever there. He's like, that, that's it. That tears it. I've got to head into space. I can't I have stand to here anymore. Now. <laughs> That's right. I have to destroy something. Uh, I'm going to go out to the chains, Jackie, and I could use a shoulder to lean on. Are you gonna? And she's like, she's like, and actually, this is surprising. She's like, nope, I'm not going. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Which is not like the projector we've come to know, like up till now. She's always yeah, been Val's, like the damsel in distress right yeah. now. No, and that's yeah, that's just what she says. She says, "My uh, illusion powers wouldn't have any effect on the chains. I'd just be a what do you call it, a cheerleader." And he's like, "What? You're you're not what? What? You're not coming? Nope, I can't. I'm leaving now for my own apartment." And he's like, "What? Somebody's got to stay here and monitor the Ugh, why? All the legionnaires, but us are on their way to the pole." If I'm not going into space with you, I want to be in my own pad when the end comes. And you could almost, like, if the door hadn't closed, you know she'd be doing, like, a triple snap there. You know it. Mm-hmm. You know it. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I ain't got time for you. I got things to do before, you know, we all die. So That's right. That's right. And Karate Kid is like, what? Jackie, come back. And he uh, Say karate what? chops a bit of the computer there blast her i thought the two of us had something special (laughs) he did get to destroy something after all he did he did it's probably nothing important maybe but (laughs) you know (laughs) she walked out just when i needed her the most that's what i deserve for falling in love with one of the last bona fide princesses in the galaxy well smashing walls isn't going to help it's those energy chains of grimboards that i've got to worry about better get cracking but i can't resist looking in at our Various polar expeditions one last time, though. Looks like Cosmic Boy's little combo should reach Castle Grimbor any second now, which is a lovely little uh, almost segue there. He hops off into a space cruiser and flies off to the chains, and then we go to the Arctic where the rest of the Legionnaires have arrived, and Reflecto has followed along behind them as he has been doing. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Lightning Lad is taking his lightning bolts to a giant battering ram. <laughs> Literally a battling a, a battering ram. <laughs> a robot powered <laughs> battering ram. It's yep. very 1980s video gamey right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> lightning Lad, however, is doing much better than all of the legionnaires before him. He uh, zaps the battering ram. He avoids the claw coming up out of the ground. He uh, shatters it, zaps it, and then he uh, stands on the ground and looks all sweaty and says, and when you're all finished, Chainsman, I'm still going to get through all your gimmicky defenses and cram that fancy weaponry down your throat. And then he shoots another lightning blast at the uh, 
hollow vision there of uh, Grimbor, who's just taunting him. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Like you do. I can see you've momentarily exhausted your thunderbolt powers, Garth Rands. I knew that even your righteous rage could not fuel you indefinitely. Now it's my turn, and he sends some of his rocket-powered chains out against Lightning Lad, and they curl around him and trap him again and bring him crashing down to the ground. Oh, I know. He says, don't worry, though. I'm not through yet. It just looks that way. <laughs> Which is almost a Monty Python. Almost. It's, like, it's, it's so it. close. Take a, take, a drink. take a drink anyway. Almost as if he knew. But it's it's not too late, because that is when Cosmic Boy's group arrives in the Arctic. And Cosmic Boy decides the best thing to do would be to run over and see how Lightning Lad's doing. Uh, one set of shackles coming right off, boss man. And Phantom Girl reminds him, nope, can't you see? We don't have time to try freeing them. We've got to uh, rescue the Earth, you know. And he says, you're right. Blast it, Tinya. We'll have to lick this devil on our own. What? What? I'm not sure what that is. I'm sitting across from one of the most talented people I'll ever be in the presence of. Wow. What the? That's a Big Brother. Someone's watching Big Brother. In the 30th century. (laughs) (laughs) It's still on. All right, somebody forgot to uh, put the mute button back on. (laughs) (laughs) Big Brother is unkillable. Oh, mm, Big Brother I or what? It's well, it'll totally make its way to the 30th century. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. None of this group will, but yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's true. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So we've got the Legionnaires, and they are getting ready to take on Grimbor yet again. And he is recapping, sort of. He says, <laughs> Well, Bouncing Boy oh, says, yeah. A senior member of our team, Cosmic Boy, you give the orders. What are they? And Grimbor says, whatever they may be, Legionnaires, I'm only sorry that not all of your group are here to face me, especially Superboy, returned to his own century some time ago. Mm. Or Ultra Boy, who's been reported among the missing. Interesting. Well, he's they been reported as Superboy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen him for uh, at least Since a year. Since 259. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a while. So 20, 20 months. months. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to mention them twice in this issue. Yes. Just... For no apparent reason. <laughs> in case you, like, forgot who he was or something. Yeah. That's right. Uh, or Ultra Boy, who's been reported among the missing. Well, he's been reported as being dead, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. He's certainly done his homework rock, says uh, Phantom Girl. If only Joe Nah really was here. That's weird. The the full name the, the, the full name thing. This is the third time that it's occurred where... where someone refers to them by the full name as opposed to just the, just the first name. Yes. And yes. It, it feels weird. Yes. It does feel weird, Paul French, that someone would do that. <laughs> That's right, Murray Fox. <laughs> right? It's totally weird. Yeah, that, that is disturbing. Uh, don't let your personal grief for Joe get you down, Phantom Girl. Remember, we're fighting for the whole planet now. 
And then Reflecto flies in, and, and Grimoire is momentarily uh, used. Unfamiliar form drawing near. No matter, no new legionnaire will be able to accomplish what the old ones could not. And they realize that Reflecto has shown up the other legionnaires. Of course, wherever Phantom Girl's gone lately, that creep's popped up. Let's charge Grimbor before he muscles in. <laughs> yeah, we don't want any extra help against this guy that's taken out half the legion. Yeah, that would be yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Reflecto says, don't spurn my help. You're liable to need my powers on your side. And <laughs> Phantom Girl says, you? What are you doing here, Reflecto? What do you think, hothead? I've come to fight alongside you guys against Grimbor. Yeah, why don't you just go reflect yourself someplace else? And <laughs> wow. Phantom Girl says, that's your temper talking, Rock. Yeah, we're going to need all the help we can get. Per, per, perhaps. Uh, I'm in the wrong so often today, I might as well change my name to Wildfire. Damn. Wow, that's that's insane <laughs> right there. Shots fired. Um, yep. Yeah, what we need is Chameleon Boy to uh, to be there to turn himself into a ruler so that they can have a measuring <laughs> contest. Where is Chameleon Boy? Yeah, he has a... He's... Is he not... In the Saga in the Saga Saga? Saga, Saga? We've not seen I hide nor hair of that Durlin. feel like he was one of the ones that or went Brainy. to... Or Brainy. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And I feel like originally they went to the president's. Um, they went somewhere and they and the I think lost they went to the president's. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think they were in the group that went to visit President Allon, but then really? they, they. When not seen again. When they show up later. They maybe. vanished. Yeah, I can't remember if they show up at the end of this issue or not. That's you're right. They vanished. Let's say that Cam has turned himself into a snowball <laughs> and brainy. I don't know. He's caught He's up repairing in some the ex- computer that Karate Kid smashed. Yeah, there you probably. go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I've got to fix this. He's trying now. to find his sanity somewhere. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All righty. So then Rock says, well, come on, Red, if you're coming. The newcomer, however, hangs back as Cosmic Boy and Block are first to approach the Citadel. And Cosmic Boy tries to use his magnetic powers on the castle, but there's no metal there that he can grab. And that is just, oh, excuse me, that's what Grimbor was planning. He said, I knew you were coming, so I baked a non-magnetic cake. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, he's a little cheesy. A little, a little scenery chewing right now. That's okay. Block is saying we don't need the uh, metal. I'm just going to bash my way through the door. But, of course, he doesn't need to because the door vanishes and Block goes tumbling into the castle. That's convenient. And that gives Grimbor more time to monologue. Yes, yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, My space chains are only minutes away from making it impossible for anyone on Earth to draw breath. They've been minutes away for... For a good two yeah. issues. A couple of minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a minute. Um, even when Earth is a dead world, however, they shall continue mercilessly to constrict till the very planet itself is torn asunder. And he seems just thrilled at the uh, thought of the planet being like chopped up into Bits. little itsy bitsy teeny bits. 
Rock says, he's crazy. You others stay back. If Block and I together can't take him, then you give it a try. <laughs> Which makes no, no sense. No sense whatsoever, yeah. But we'll blame it on lack of oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that works. We go. That actually works. That's actually a story-related issue here. <laughs> there you go. See, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So they come in and Reflecto, or no, Reflecto's outside, but Grimbor is like, welcome, you clowns. I thought it was time. I faced you in the flesh. Ooh, and hello. he's not wrong, because there is a lot of flesh. Yes. Uh -huh. Between Rock's costume and... There is no a lot of flesh. Fredericks of Hollywood must have reorganized and survived to the 30th century. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. So Cosmic Boy and Block get ready to take down Grimbor. And outside, the Legionnaires decide that they will listen to Rock, and they're just going to stand there. Um, I only wish we could see what's going on in there, says Phantom Girl. Reflector, you're no Legionnaire. You're not under orders to stay here. I came here to protect you, Phantom Girl. Not Cosmic Boy, not even the Earth. And Bouncing Boy and Duo Dams will have another little chat. Hmm, I might be kind of slow, but it finally dawned on me that nobody could fall that head over heels with someone he just met. Unless, don't even say it, Lurno, it'd be just too incredible and too wonderful to be true. <laughs> and inside the castle, Grimbor has turned Block into a living human chain. <laughs> And Block is doing some sort of like giant wrestling move on Rock and <laughs> squashing him. This is where we need Scott. Scott would know whatever that wrestling move is. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Matt would too. Yeah. Me, all I know is it's a squish. He's squishing He's Rock. He's squishing him. Squishing. Squish your head. Squishing. <laughs> and uh, Rock is saying, you got to try to break his hold. I cannot resist his mental waves. Um... And so they're kind of saying, ouch, and screeching a little bit. And that noise makes it outside, and that finally gets the Legionnaires to decide, okay, we're, we're done standing around. We're going to actually go in and, and try to take these guys down. Block and Cosmic Boy are in trouble. Hang their orders. I'm going in. Not without me at your side, Phantom Girl. And so uh, Bouncing Boy and Dua Damsel decide to follow along, too. And then we go back to the Legion headquarters, and we see Princess Projectra in her luxurious Metropolis chambers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And her little robo-servant offers her some Soma Pop. And she says, not now, Ralph124C4U. I don't know if that's some sort of in-joke or what. I, I think that's more of a Star Wars-y type of a thing. Yeah. Sort of a C-3PO thing. Yeah, probably. Gotcha. Well, this is the princess, you know. And she kind of huffed <laughs> off from her Han Solo like Leia would have. So. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> anyway, she says to the robot, leave me. The task at hand requires solitude. And we see that she wasn't just being a haughty princess when she uh, told Val to go off on his own. She's been doing some science on her uh, in her spare time there. She's created an Ogmatron. All right, let's talk about this for half a second. <laughs> <laughs> the fact so, that Princess Projector has become a from super a scientist. From a world. <laughs> <laughs> has become Brainiac 5. It, it, it does seem yeah. fairly elaborate. Doesn't it? Yeah. 
Well, but she's been working on it for months, so, so you know, yeah, she's had months. time to read up on it. <laughs> I tried to program a VCR for months. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, but this yeah, is the 30th not... century, Darren. I mean, oh, that's true. It probably doesn't flash 12 o'clock all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So, Projector, the secret super scientist, has created an <laughs> Ogmatron. I can't. <laughs> That's okay. It will never be referenced again. Yeah, I know. I know. Along with her scientific knowledge. Yes. That's right. That's right. It vanishes. She's wanted to make herself more useful to the Legion, so uh, she's created this machine. But I never dreamed I'd have to try using it before it was fully operational, let alone safe. Oh, I no. couldn't tell Val about it or what about, or about what I'm going to do because he'd try to stop me or at the very least he'd have insisted on being here and that might have interfered with my concentration. It's getting harder to breathe every minute. So no time to think, only time to act now. And she touches a button and the machine zaps her. But it sounds like a million hummingbirds. Um, and which is apparently very sinister, an eerily sinister sound. Um, so it zaps her, gleaming bursts of radiant energy pour forth from a suspended device into Projector's unprotected brain. Her brain. No. And no. she Her screams. Super scientist brain. Yeah, it didn't work. Maybe that's why she's no longer a super <laughs> That's scientist. right. It zapped the part of it out of her. <laughs> it zapped it out of her. It's, it's all the Kirby Crackle. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Yeah, that would Kirby do Crackle it. zaps out her super science, and she faints down onto the control board. And it doesn't really ever tell us what the Ogmatron is supposed to do. I guess we find out later. Yeah, but, yeah uh, they're going to show us. But uh, she it collapses makes, Does it make now. her boobs bigger? Because I have a feeling it does. Hmm, we'll see so we check back in on Karate Kid he's out in space and he sends the uh, rocket ship crashing into the chains just as he jumps out he's hoping to uh, fool Grimbor into thinking that that, uh, if the rocket ship blew up then Karate Kid probably blew up too but he's wearing a aura suit which is you know the precursor to the trans suit, probably. Yeah, probably, yeah. So he's floating around looking at the chains going, huh, now for the 64,000 credit question. Now that I'm here, what do I do? Each chain is more than 25,000 miles long, and they seem to shift locations. Maybe there's a weak point where a single karate chop could take them out. Maybe not. What I am certain of is that if I hit the wrong place, I won't get a second shot. Do I dare take a chance? Or, to put it another way, how long do I dare wait? Boom, boom, boom. Boom. And finally, we see that the minutes um, that they've been talking about for the last couple of issues are finally starting to catch up to everyone. People are collapsing. The president collapses. Her assistant collapses. People around the earth are collapsing. The air is just too tight. They're all going down, except up at the North Pole. They're still fighting up there. Mm-hmm. So, Bouncing Boy, Duo Damsel, and Phantom Girl are going to take on Grimbor. 
And it goes about as well as you would expect. Bouncing <laughs> yeah. Boy is uh, <laughs> taken out by a couple of heavily weighted chains, and the chains that go after Duo Damsel suddenly split, and she's trapped by double whammy chains. And Phantom Girl is trying to go through Grimbor's force shield, but of course it's it's too painful for her, and she just faints. She faints. And Reflecto sees this and comes running over to her, and Grimbor is like, ha, come on, Reflecto, if you will insist on hiding behind that ludicrous name. I suspect I know your secret already, but I'll let you soothe your fallen lady as Reflecto, if you wish. Um, and that is just what Reflecto does. He flies over, he cradles Tinya in his arms, and... Uh, Grimbor says, you must be a legionnaire to spout such bravado garbage. In fact, I prepared an extra trap, prepared one, prepared for one not unlike you. And since I'm beginning to suspect who you truly might be, perhaps it's time I used it. So this chain, this uh, harness, grabs Reflecto and immobilizes him for a moment. And, and uh, Grimbor tells him, my hyper harness duly reflects your own powers back at you one at a time. Mm. <laughs> you win, madman, but for the moment only. And Grimbor says, that's fine, because the Earth only has moments left. I don't know if you've heard, but we've only got a few minutes left. Yes, yes I exactly. might have mentioned it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what this is missing is a countdown clock at the bottom of each panel. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yes. But before I blast you out of existence, you must tell me why you now call yourself Reflecto. What can that possibly matter to the two of us, my lover? Oh, and, hello. Uh, yes. <laughs> Grimbor turns and he sees Charma standing there in the flesh. No, it would have been much more interesting had Reflecto said that line. <laughs> you know, whatever. That's a whole other Elseworlds. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly Char Charma is standing there and she's flirting on over to uh, Grimbor. You haven't forgotten me, have you? Forgotten you? I'm destroying a planet and dedicating its ashes to your memory. Then kiss me, my beloved, while the chains of our passion crush the breath of life from a world. And he's like, yes, yes, yes. But how? And she says, does it even matter? Share the secret of your energy chains with me so we can rejoice together when the earth dies. Of course. And then he starts to. He tells her, like, the power crystals in place beneath this castle. I took control of the Earth Council satellites with those power crystals. And then he realizes, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Charm is dead, so you're not Charma. <laughs> <laughs> nothing gets and past him. Yeah. Nothing gets past him for too long. <laughs> so he smacks her and she goes flying away, and we realize it's not Charma, it's Phantom Girl. And that is enough for Reflecto to finally bust out of his harness. He won't kill you, Tinya, not while Reflecto lives. And Grimbor says, 
If you are who I suspect you are, fool, you won't be alive for much longer. The one I designed those bonds for can only use one superpower at a time. And while you're ripping your way out of them, you won't be invulnerable to this. And a big power cannon shoots at Reflecto. And we take that moment to go back up in space to visit Karate Kid. Mm -hmm. He's not sure where to chop. He's getting ready to do one big punch to the uh, chains, but then Projectra appears and he stops himself in time and she tells him, it's only my image, Val. I cast it from Metropolis. There's no time to explain. I can't keep this up for long. I've learned the coordinates for one possibly vulnerable point on the space chains. And he says, hurry up, give them to me. And she says, you must destroy the main Earth Council satellite. It's precisely above the Earth. At zero degrees north, 20 degrees west. So Karate Kid goes <laughs> zipping up where? off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up three blocks and over another three over, blocks. Over to west. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a drink. So while he goes gates, flying off, <laughs> we check back in on Reflecto, who's just been exploded. He gets sent backwards, but he's not out. He uh, catches Tinya cradles her again you tricked that maniac but how it was projectra she entered my mind and told me what to do it was her power that cast charma's image she and uh grimbor says oh grimbor's looking very kirby there oh yeah oh yeah yes yeah i know charma's dead i, I just forgot it for a moment but reflector should be dead too if you're who i know you must be and reflector says evidently you know less than you think change or else <laughs> run again <laughs> that's right you'd never have thought you could hold the whole earth up for blackmail keep back and uh very convenient the way the drawing is here yes, uh, yeah oh yeah totally it masks the uh the explosion on grim or on reflecto's chest is just kind of smoking so we can't see what's underneath his costume but, but why would there um, be another costume underneath this costume? Why would there be? I no know. Sense. Crazy. <laughs> Not likely. There can't be more than seconds left to keep. Oh, we've bumped it from minutes, from minutes to seconds. seconds. <laughs> to keep the planet from becoming a lifeless hulk, but that should be time enough. And Grimbor takes another cannon and shoots it at Reflecto, who gets knocked back. That hurt Grimbor. It hurt a lot, but it won't keep me from you. Nothing will. And Grimbor says, I was wrong. You're not the Legionnaire I thought. You're not Ultra Boy. And Reflecto smacks him and says, I never said I was. And Grimbor is down. He's finally down for the count, and he is too weak even to stand up. But he, he manages to ask, who are you? Who? And Reflecto says, for the first time, I just realized I don't really know. And then he collapses. But have no fear. Karate Kid goes exactly where he's supposed to go. And he smashes the chain, I guess. I thought he was going for the satellite, but yeah. satellite chain. I, I guess he smashes the chain yeah. Yeah. where that satellite was located. Maybe. Eh? Maybe, maybe. It doesn't matter because once he's hit it, all the chains vanish. They were all kind of zapped from from the satellites anyway, so maybe it yeah, just, yeah. Hmm. It's not a big deal. It's the emotion behind the story that counts. 
So, of course, read read Prophet and Omen and tell me what emotions you have besides despair. (laughs) Hmm. We'll save that for another time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right. The chains are gone. Karate Kid has saved the Earth with Projector's help. And, you know, the Earth is breathing again. Hooray! That's right. (laughs) So, Karate Kid comes flying down to the Arctic Circle. And he finds Phantom Girl kneeling over Reflecto. Thank the stars you're all still alive. I, we are I, I gotta say, those flight rings, they are fast. They're they are really fast. fast. Okay, yeah. See, I wanted to I wanted to chime in here. Um, zero degrees north, twenty degrees west is literally on the equator. And it is in the Atlantic Ocean, halfway in between South America and Africa. And, okay, so that's where they were. But if you look back a page, um, Reflecto just gets zapped, and then he falls down. Yeah. And then after he falls down, Karate Kid, who's over the Atlantic Ocean between (laughs) South America and Africa, blasts the chains and then recovers and then makes it from the equator up to the North Pole before Phantom Girl can help uh, Reflecto stand up. So, yeah, fast. Um, but, really but, fast. But, no, I, you know okay, what but... I think is that when they when they did the um, zero degrees thing, you're, you're right. It's obvious that that's obviously the equator because that's how, that's how longitude and latitude work. I think that the the thought process at the time might have been, um, oh yeah, well zero degrees. That's where that's where the, uh, the the North Pole is. It's like no, that's not where we start counting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's how they can really get out of it. Karate Kid gets blasted when the chains explode, and those exploding chains shoot him from Africa. <laughs> what luck. Halfway to the North Pole. Uh, he, he rode the force waves. Yeah, that's right. I, I dig it. Yeah, <laughs> there. Well, but he does. He does say that from down here he can see people and they're all breathing easier. So I don't know what people he's thinking about that are over <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, it, it's messy. It's messy. Yeah, well. that's okay. It, it's a th- it's a, a measurement system from the 30th century. It turns out it was all right next door. Yeah, sure, why not? Why not, indeed? All righty, all righty. You guys, the reveal, the reveal. Here we go, here we go. (laughs) He took the full brunt of Grimbor's last attack. And you flip the page, and Karate Kid releases. He clicks the buttons and releases all the other Legionnaires so they can come in and, and also get the full reveal. Um, And... While they're kind of recapping, Phantom Girl says, stop it, all of you. Reflecto might be dying, and we still don't even know who he really is. Grimbor thought from the powers he used he had to be Joe Nah, and mm. I guess I wanted to believe that, too. <laughs> I guess I, Tinuazo, wanted to believe that as well. <laughs> but Ultra Boy, Joe Nah, could only use one superpower at a time. And Ultra Reflecto, unknown, as, as, as you all may know, one. as you all may already be aware. <laughs> uh, so, it's not wait. Dream Girl this time, and and she's missing too. She's missing too. That's right. Her brainy and 
camera. Weird. Wait, her? Oh no, I was gonna say it's bow. I was gonna say it's the it's the Mayavale coupling. Her oh. and Cam, and but no. it, it's not Brainy. It's not, but yeah. it was Karate Kid. It yeah, it's also not kid. the Universo Project thing because Saturn Girl's in this. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's a long way off. <laughs> it is. But hey, wouldn't that have been a thing though? For for Levitz to pick yes. up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Reflector used more than one power, so wait, what's this? What is it, Tinya? His face, or what I thought was his face, it's it's some sort of mask and it's coming <laughs> off in my hand. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> <laughs> this is I mean, I love this story. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite, but yes, it's a little cheesy. Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, just a little bit. Especially since this part that they're just going to reference, they completely uh, turn around on in a couple of issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. It's some sort of mask, and it's coming off in my hand. Which she, I mean, it's a mask. You would, you might have noticed while he was, like, kissing you or just, yeah, yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's Legion I haven't kissed many masked uh, people. Sonny and Cher determine who's who's uh, haunting the ice cream uh, store. (laughs) Anyway, she pulls off the mask and Block is like, good, then at last we'll learn who. And the Legionnaires all look and they're like, it's impossible, isn't it? It ought to be Cosmic Boy, but there he is. And Lightning Lad says Reflecto was one of us all along, just as Grimbor suspected, but he wasn't Ultra Boy at all. He was... Superboy. What? 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 Now he may be dead. And there he is, lying on the ground, his S-shield revealed. Because he's wearing another costume underneath the costume that he's wearing. And you know he's got his cape tucked under (laughs) inside that cape or something. (laughs) So awkward. It keeps bunching up and... Yes. So there we have it. There it is. Next issue, the mystery unraveled when the Legion cries, oh, call back yesterday. Yay, yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, Don't, we can't clear that. Stop that. Stop that, you. We're not paying for that. Stop that. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Oh, man. So there we have it. It is shocking. And and now, Reflecting back, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, that's a five-yard uh, penalty on that play. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it just me? Or is that splash page with the Superboy reveal? It's kind of Ditko-esque. Very, which is which is handy because uh, he's going to be the next guy to draw that image. <laughs> yeah, um, or maybe not. I can't remember. Um, uh, two issues. Two issues. Okay. All right, so, um, I, you know, just thinking back, I remember uh, reading this. Of course, I was delighted to uh, to have Superboy back, but but there was kind of a, why is it him? That makes no sense. I, I don't understand this. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, def- that definitely took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any other thoughts on that? How did you, how did you guys react when you... Uh, when you saw it well um, i guess my question at this part in the story when i was reading it is well why does he have a thing for tenya you know that yeah. that's kind of bizarre so that was that was the biggest question i had not that oh my god it's superboy instead of ultra boy i was just like okay 
So, all right. Story's not over yet? Yeah, the story's not over yet, but that was my biggest question at this point, was why was he all up in Tinya's business? So, yeah, I guess she looks kind of like Lois Lane, but he hasn't met her yet. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's all sorts Superboy, of Superboy, the adventures of Superman as a boy. Yes. So <laughs> I've heard. I've yeah, heard I don't that think he's really before. dead. He's not dead <laughs> yet. Oh, there's oh, another one. Thank drink. you. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. We didn't have we a Cthulhu this issue. We were so. short of Cthulhu's. Yes. Yes. Ben Oda was not looking out for us here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an odd, um, it, it's an odd break, and yeah, the um, yeah, we'll get into the other yeah, cape. The cape mm-hmm. will be a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good grief! Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, there, there's a, it's kind of a, a an interesting thing, like and and um, and I. Th- I guess I did get the next issue, um, but I, it was the one after that that I missed. Um, or no, it was the one after the one after that that I missed. <laughs> oh, so confused. Um, but there was, you know, getting some sort of explanation on it was, uh, you know, it, it was lacking. Um, ah. Yeah. So um, what about you guys? Uh, Travis, Michael? I thought it was fun. I mean, yeah. it's obviously not over yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still a few more issues to go in the Reflecto Saga Saga Omnibus, Omnibus, Omnibus. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the Reflecto part of it is over, but the story is not because we have, you know, A, what's going on with Ultra Boy, although we, although we as the readers still think he's dead right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, you know... Why did Superboy come back, and why was he acting like Ultra Boy, and why was he dressed as Reflecto? So those are three, all very good questions. Yeah, three very good questions. Yeah. I mean, I first read it as a back issue, but uh, I knew some about the Reflecto story already, but not everything. Yeah. I knew Ultra Boy would be back, but I, I mean, I honestly thought that was going to be Ultra Boy, and then I, it did surprise me. Hmm. Even though I knew part of the story, I didn't know everything. Mm-hmm. But I was also just happy to see Karate Kid get to do something cool, but he took out the chains. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Using his every once in a while referred to actual superpower of being able to figure out where the flaw in, in the the hardware is. Uh, That's yeah. not a power. He's just harnessing his chi. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but what, no, what's it? What, stop it there, Iron Fist. Uh, but but it, it it is a good point. I mean, what you know, and I always remembered it as that as him finding it, and then of course now we realize it, it was actually Projectra, uh, mainly because you know Grimbor told her. So so it was like, oh yeah, he, he didn't find it, but in my mind he did, and they they even set it up at the beginning of the story. Um, right. You know, and, and I guess that's why in my mind he did because they had set that up, and that's the part I remembered. Still, yeah. I mean, yes, the <laughs> the Ogmatron or whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it was a clever use of Projectra's powers. So someone actually read up on what she's capable of doing and decided maybe redeem her from Lord Romder's castle. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
There's, there's a lot of people to be redeemed from uh, from that you know, one. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> I just wanted to know what happened to Joe. Like I figured, I think he was my first Legion death, and I figured, oh, so it was a fake out, but now it's not a fake out, and now it's it's a like it's it's a death that's going to stick, or yeah, or is it, or I. Um, well, I'm back curious. Most deaths did stick. I mean, my first one was uh, Chemical King. Okay. And I knew that he was going to stay dead because I had read um, a copy of the Adult Legion um, story from Adventure. Uh-huh. Right. And like I picked it up at a garage sale or something. And so it was one of the first Legion books that I had. And I could never figure out because I didn't have the second part, you know, why, why that they were adults in 1965, but they were teenagers in 1975. But Chemical King had been killed in the adult story, so I knew that he was going to be dead in uh, um, in 1975. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you, you know, and and so we get that. You know, it, it it was it was a different time comic book wise. I mean, there wasn't that expectation that the dead character will show up again. Um, you know, it was one of those things where if it didn't happen in that story, it wasn't happening, um, or at least until there was a creative team shift, um, uh-huh. <laughs> so they could do the it, what? Not you? It can't be. Yeah, seriously. Uh, you know, yeah, we, but bad guys used to die like that all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, that guy's right. always yeah. like disappeared and there was never a body. So it's like, oh, okay, well, he'll be back. Mm-hmm. You know. So that was that was a trope that was set up ages ago. But yeah. When the hero dies, it's typically, okay, you're dead. Have a nice day, typically. Yeah. I mean again, if they didn't show up in that story or the next one, it was uh it was shocking. You just need to make sure you find the body and go, Okay, yeah, we're gonna bury him. Yeah. But, Look, here he is. We've got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, so yeah. No, it's a it, it again. It was a it was a different thing. And you know, another thing that we kind of haven't gotten used to um, in in the run since um, uh, since Conway took over the book is stories that go on for a while. Uh, you know, even a particular plot line going on for multiple issues. And um, when this came along, you know, we'd been used to a lot of one and dones, maybe two issues at most. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now it was like, yeah, we're stretching this out and it, it's going to go for a little while longer. Yeah, the uh, the continuing story like this was pretty new, especially new to D.C. I can't think yeah. off the top of my head um, at this point. Uh, you know, Batman did it later with Batman and Detective where they crossed over. And it was one long continuing story, but you know we are here in um, nineteen what eighty one. Yeah, yeah. This issue went on sale June nineteen eighty one. So I can't think of any DC books that were that had like ongoing storylines like this at at the time. Yeah, most of them were were again. It was you you would see the odd you know three or four issue thing uh, or maybe three issues, but. That was usually pushing it, and the, and they weren't big on that. There would be continuity elements that, that played through them, 
Um, but it, it wasn't a common uh, practice at the time. Um, I get, well, I guess uh, one possible exception would be um, The Flash. You know, in in the uh, see, I said that, and and uh, the, and there was a sound. Um, <laughs> well, that was um, that was later. That was like eighty two, three, four, five, leading up to Crisis, though. But that was well, after- no, I mean, even before that, when uh, when Iris Iris died, which was um, wouldn't have been far off this 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 point in time, you know, where he was actually chasing after uh, Clive Yorkin and all that stuff. Um, yeah, he would have a couple. I remember the Ringmaster story went for three issues, and um, yeah, there would be the there would be the occasional like three issue, two three issue storyline. Well, I mean, that was the what he did in Justice League. I mean, you'd have a couple of one issue stories, and then there'd be a three parter, and then another one off, and you know, yeah. it was more variety than his run yeah. certainly on Legion. Yeah, it seemed that he just did a lot of sort of um, of, of quick one and done, and that, and maybe that would have been just that that kind of avoiding uh, um, getting too invested in it. Um, yeah, well, maybe they were all fill-ins and they just published them all at one time while they looked for a permanent <laughs> writer. I mean, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, he was you know he was there for uh, for a while. I mean, uh, you know, sort of in the in the early two fifties. Um, so he he'd been around a good couple of years. So yeah, it's. Uh, interesting um i'm just trying to find the um so when she blah, 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 iris 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 costume party blah 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 um, 279, blah, blah, blah 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 275 oh, yeah 275 so um 1979 and um and of course we didn't and we didn't find out who it was for like almost a year mm. um which was, you know, just just crazy at the time, uh, for some, you know, for it to go on that long, and you know, he was just chasing after finding out who, uh, you know, and following all kinds of false leads and all that sort of thing. But 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 yeah, but either way, an uncommon practice, at, especially at DC. You know, right. they would do a lot more of that over over at Marvel, where you know, I mean, you know, just oh, we only have to look at like Fantastic Four, Spider Man. Uh, to see uh-huh. the uh, the seeds of that planted, yeah, totally, totally, and uh, yes, so they they would spawn the saga, but this this is the saga, saga, saga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, not, so. the, not the saga of the cloning, please. No, oh my, yeah, that sullied the word. Uh, oh boy, did it. Um, All right, so. Okay. We're going to come back to to this next week with uh, with with more on on how did this happen? Um, but Michael, you had you had you had done some uh, some some uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me start out with um, uh, this week in Legion history. Yeah. Uh, so fifty five years ago, nineteen sixty three, uh, is Superman one sixty five. It's not one of the major issues, but it's um, Saturn Woman goes back in time to help out Superman um, along with Prote 2 and uh, helps him conceal a secret from the Superman Revenge Squad. So if you have it on your anal retentive uh, checklist, this is one that 
uh, that you'd have that's not regularly reprinted in like the archives. Yeah. Um, so 40 years ago, Superboy and Legion 246, which is the month after the uh, Earth War, and they go to Mercury to uh, to save Iris Jacobs um, in the wake of the great Karate Kid yada yada of <laughs> <That's right>. 2017. <laughs> uh, 35 years ago was Legion number 306, and that was the spotlight on Starboy issue. Ah, yes. Born under a lucky star. Good times. Um, 30 years ago, 1988, was Legion uh, Volume 3, number 54, which was um, Strength in Numbers. It's the one where the Legion, or you got uh, Ultra Boy and Wildfire and Dawnstar on the cover, and they've started to wear um, shoulder pads and pouches. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's the start of that era. Gross. So that was uh, 1988. Um, 25 years ago, we're in volume four, number 49, which is a spotlight on Tenzel Kim. Excellent. It's uh, Matter Eater Lad attempts to liberate Tartarus from Evilo with his gang of heroes, including Polar Boy, Policy Pam, <laughs> Sugin, Spaceopoly Lad, Echo Chamber Chet and Evilo's daughters. Ah, I love that. <laughs> and so that was uh, 25 years ago. Wow. And then uh, 10 years ago was the last issue of the DC Wildstorm Dream War. And uh, the first reprint of the Justice League um, trade paperback that is the precursor to the Lightning Saga. Oh. So it's called the Tornado's Path. That was uh, this week in, in 2008. Goodness. All right. So uh, the reason uh, for my name this week, I think I was like number crunching lad, is because there are a couple of sources out there that have um, uh, circulation data. Um, you know, you look at the old um, uh, circulation statements of ownerships in the back of the comics that we covered a, a few weeks ago, like telling you how many, what's the average number of issues printed, things like that. And so um, I've been filling out a spreadsheet and I'm almost finished uh, tracking um, Legion sales since 1960 when they were in adventure. Mm-hmm. But before I do that, I have a stump the subs question. Oh, uh-oh. That Uh is related, very related. Um, So if you look back 15 years ago, we were in the middle of the Legion. Um, What are the top selling issues that we've had in the last 15 years? So let me say off front that five out of the top 10 were Legion of Three Worlds. Okay. And so what are the other five of the top ten best-selling Legion comics in the last 15 years? See in the last 15 years. Wow. Yes. So, well, the last uh, five don't count because there haven't been any. Yeah. 
Right, right. So, so Crisis on Final Earth is five of them, right? Is Correct. So we're looking for okay. the other five. The other five. Um, I'm going to guess Legion of Superheroes number one when Paul Levitz came back on. Uh, that is number 12. Ooh, really? Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What about the Legion number one, the three boot? Oh, that is, yeah. uh, that's way down there. Really? Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah, like, um, <laughs> it, it's it's down there. Yeah, you like, can just say it's not top ten. It's all right. It's yeah. not top ten. It's way down there. Okay, uh, so then uh, the Justice Lightning League saga? Lightning Saga, yeah. Well, I, I counted that they were guest stars there. These are our starring uh, these books. These are actual Legion okay. books. Okay. Yes, mm. actual Legion books. So Adventure Comics starring uh, Legion Academy? Like uh, the beginning issue? of that? Which issue? Uh, I have no idea what the number is. Uh, I'm just guessing the first one when Phil Jimenez started doing the okay. art. Okay, that's number nine. Okay. Mm. I got sold, one of them. What about? That sold 50, almost 57,000 issues. Okay. What about the new fifty two number one? Um, that would be num- issue number s- volume seven. That's number twelve. Wow. There were three thousand. There we mentioned Legion Lost number one. <laughs> Is that even uh, in there? Uh, that's number thirteen at forty at fifty thousand. Yeah, okay. I, I would figure they would have to be because that was. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, mm. so that's, so, so you've got I, one, you've got one out of the five, one out of the five. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Cause everything else is like right below it. So give it to us, Michael. We, we hear what about, hang on. What about the Legion annual with Giffen? Uh, not on the list. Yeah. Huh. Huh. All right. So, uh, th- Legion of three worlds. Number five was, uh, um, number 10 on the list with 56,000 copies. Um, Adventure Comics, number one, was number nine with 57,000. Um, just a couple hundred issues um, higher than that. At number eight is uh, Legion of Three Worlds, number four. Um, at number seven is Adventure Comics, number five, with almost 60,000. And you'd be thinking, why would issue five be selling so much? It has to do with what was going on in February Black 2010. Black and night, Blackest Night crossover. Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, let's see. If you said this, I, I may have misunderstood. But the New 52, was that volume five or volume six? I don't know. Wait, wait, well, oh, um... Oh, no, so this is 2005, so this would have been um, before. This would have been the first, um, the three-boot was volume five. Right, yes. So the three-boot, number issue number one is the number six. Okay. At, at almost six, at 60,000 copies. Oh, okay, so yeah, got, that's okay, what you were right, Travis. Yeah. That's what I said earlier, yeah. okay. Oh, I, I, I misunderstood then. It's okay. Um... Well, because I thought you said Levitz. That would have been volume six. No, I don't know. Yeah, I said the Levitz one. Um, Number five is the Teen Titans Legion special that led into the Uh, Okay. 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 At 61,000. That's fair. 
And then Legion of Three Worlds, three, two, and one, take spots number four, three, and two. Ooh. And the top-selling Legion issue at over 85,000 copies, I had to go back to the early issues of Legionnaires in 1993 to find something that was even close. Wow. Uh, Adventure Comics number four. What was that issue about, out of curiosity? Blackest Night crossover. Still? Okay. No, that was that was the flight ring issue. When the re, when oh, the retailers yes. order the issue, you get a you have to order a bunch of issues in order oh, to Oh, yeah, you got the, you got the flight ring. That's, That's right. Because right. yeah. they they had just come out of the um, the. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Because <laughs> so I, I got like five of them. Because yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, and and it was right around the same time that the that they were doing all of the Blackest Night Rings. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so it all kind of tied into that. And if I remember correctly, and I'm just looking, I don't know where the hell they all went. Uh, but uh, I also had a. Uh, there was also a Flash Ring. Uh, yeah, that was in time, there too. Yeah, time with the uh, the Francis Man. So I, I take that back. the The Legion flight ring came with Legion Secret Origin number one. Oh. This I forget which. It was one of the the colored lantern rings with uh, Adventure number four. Oh right. Okay. Okay. That's right. Because they had them tied to that. That's right. They they weren't just tied to. Uh... Yes. 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 Oh, interesting. So. That is my Stump the Subs question. Um, and I will post the plot of the issues when uh, um, on the page tomorrow. I'm still looking. Um, but going back to um, when, the, when the statement of ownership first came out, 1960, um, I looked at Batman and Superman because those are the two flagship titles. I looked at Justice League because that was their flagship team title. And then whatever book the Legion was in at the time, uh, Adventure, Action, Superboy, etc. from there. So it started out 1961, the first year of Justice League. Superman was selling 820,000 copies. Batman was 485,000. Adventure was 460,000. And Justice League was only 335,000. So just because you like Batman and Superman doesn't mean that you would pick up Justice League. And so Superman remained the top seller until 1966 when the Batman TV show came on. And the Uh Batman sales went up from 453,000 to 898,000. And so while the Batman show was on the air, Batman was the number one book. Superman was the number one book from 1968 to 1982. Um, but you'll see in the plot as um, uh, sales dropped line wide, and um, Batman for uh, quite a while was actually the least selling out of all these books. Mm-hmm. Um, and 1982. Superman was at 149,000. Um, Batman was 108. Justice League was 131. And the Legion was 127. And this is 
1982, um, we are approximately into the last stages of the Roy Thomas and the beginning of the um, Paul Levitz era. So 1983, the Legion is now, of those four, the top seller. Uh And I hadn't seen data supporting that, but the Legion sold 167,000. Superman was only 140. Batman was only 97. So the Legion was selling 70,000 more copies than Batman Uh in 1983. Gotcha. And even when the Legion switched, and and that was, um, Legion sales went up from 127 to 166 because of the first year of the Levitz Giffen run. And then uh, the first year of Tales, it was still the top seller between those four titles. And then, unfortunately, the Volume 3 with the hardcover issues Um, There's no sales data on that, so I can't look at that. There's also no Teen Titans data, so I can't look at that. Um, But without looking at every single title that DC was publishing at the time, yeah, it does work out that starting around 1983, the Legion was one of the top sellers of the company for a couple Mm -hmm. years. Sweet. Well, that was the Levitz era, so Levitz Giffen yep. era, so and it was really popular. Yeah. So, but I hadn't taken a look at comparison with other titles. You know, we were, we've all mm-hmm. heard the rumors that the Legion was the top selling book, or sorry, the se- the second top because Titans was number one. That's why it got, um, or that's why they both got the mm-hmm. uh, hardcover, softcover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Swamp Thing, I'm sure, was up there, too, because it was, like, critically successful for a long time in that era, too. So, But but now, once you start hitting 1986, now your top-selling book is under 100,000. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then, 100,000 was, you know, one of your poorest-selling books. Now the companies would be ecstatic to have sales that high. That's like, you know, Batman... I think Batman's the number one seller right now. Wow. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> He's Batman. So. Yeah, but it, but it is interesting. Like 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 you say. I mean, he was he was not at the top for uh, at, at one point, and uh, now that um, you know, now Batman is literally like the lint the the. Um, Sort of Rosetta Stone to uh, to how how books are selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. and and what was interesting is I was looking through the um, uh, at the sales data, and for a while, Batman was the benchmark. Yeah, and what and and what these charts were doing is saying for every 100 copies of the of this month's Batman. Yeah, we sold X number. You know, it's like 1.5 times or. 0.27 times the number of issues and so they were all pegged to batman as the standard yeah and that was um i i, I wasn't aware that that was no longer the case but it had been the case for quite some time uh most of the diamond charts were based on that yeah it, it's it, it was amazing spider-man until the mid 90s when when marvel 
took all their titles over to Heroes World, and then that's when Diamond went over to uh, Batman. I think that's been their standard since. Yeah, interesting. Huh. So ba- oh, I was going to say, so basically, it was again, it was the... Uh, the clone saga that uh, that ruined everything. Um, uh, see, yeah. there's that bong again. See, I say it when I say something correct. It. Uh... It's confirmed, sir. Yeah, it's confirmed. In- indeed, have, indeed. These are not the clone sagas you're looking for. <laughs> indeed. All right. Um, anyone got anything else? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was say just to to wrap this up. Yeah. At, at some point in the future. Um, when I have as much of the data as I can, I will post it. And uh, it's real interesting once you look from about 1990 on what the Legion sales actually are. And you can see where they rise and fall and you can see where they spike. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, so I'm not prepared to comment on that yet because I don't have all the data. <laughs> But we'll get there eventually. Nice. Yay! Eventually. Huzzah! All Woo-hoo. right. Well, the um, the saga 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 continues uh, next week, and um, we will uh, we will see where it all takes us. Uh, well, where it takes us is eventually to the Levitz run. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. And we're not sure if I think we're Superboy. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's this rubber mask makes it really hard to think, especially with all, all the uh, the short air for the next few minutes. And we will see you all next week. Jinkies! <laughs>